Good morning, Wisconsin. Steve Scavitti with you on this Monday, Monday morning quarterbacks. And joining me today is Jeff Falconio. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning, Steve. How are you? So what did you think? I, I watched the game yesterday. I, had, I also had another eye on the uh, on the Brewers telecast, of course. But uh, the Packers, their first shutout in a long time. It wasn't a incredibly exciting game from uh, from the offensive standpoint. What did you take away from the game yesterday? Well, uh, you know, first shutout since 2010. Defensively, you know, they played great. I, I don't see how you can't, can find fault in, in how they played. They took advantage of a rookie quarterback who looked like a rookie, but yeah, you know, offensively it was it was pretty uneven. Um, I think they left some points on the table. I think um, Aaron Rodgers showed some mobility that he didn't show in, in the previous couple of weeks, and, and just seemed like the Packers weren't able to take advantage of that. Um, and you know, I, I felt coming into this game that. I had some concerns offensively because they, they've been having issues finishing off drives, and, and that was the case again against Buffalo. It's a Bills defense that, you know, they looked pretty awful in the first two weeks of the season, looked a lot better against Minnesota last week. And, you know, nothing wrong with a 22 nothing victory, to be sure, but I think it could have been more dominating than what it was. Jeff Falconio joining on Monday Morning Quarterback, presented by Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. So Aaron Rodgers had some comments after the game related to the offense. What did you think about what he was saying, and was that uh, maybe sending a message? Well, I certainly don't disagree with with what he said. I I, I think you know when when again when you look at the way that that Buffalo aligned, I think there were a lot of opportunities or or more opportunities for Devontae Adams and for Jimmy Graham, who had other than the touchdown a pretty quiet day. Um, I think there's a little bit of frustration on Rodgers' part that the offense isn't where it needs to be. I don't read into it as much as I think others have uh, up to this point because, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy at times have not been on the same page. And, I mean, it's expected. These guys are competitors, and, and you know, obviously they want to go out and they want to compete. And they want to, you know, Rodgers wants to do what's best for him, and Mike McCarthy wants to do what he thinks is best for the offense. And, you know, you have to wonder. I think there are some opportunities here moving forward for this team to get a little bit better based on the way that they're using their personnel. But I think as long as you're winning, you know, it's never really an issue. But, you know, if the offense continues to sputter and say if they lose to Detroit this week, you know, maybe even San Francisco in two weeks, then you wonder if it's going to be a bigger issue than it is. Jeff Falconio joining me on Monday Morning Quarterback. So players of the game. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. The guy, is, he's back now from a suspension. He's he's running the ball about as good as we've seen a Packers running back do that. Uh, 65 yards and 11 carries. I thought he he has a spark and a, and a and a just a quickness in his step and and his ability to uh, pivot on a dime is is something that we haven't seen in a while. I have to give him my player of the game. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, when you talk about bringing another dimension to the offense and the explosiveness that he has, it just you know, he can do more things for you when when he has the football than Jamal Williams does. And this, this is part of what I was talking about when I said, you know, I, I think there are some things that the Packers can do offensively that they've only shown flashes of. And this is two weeks in a row. And I know they wanted to bring Jones in a little bit slowly, at least in the Washington game. Um, you know. We've seen two weeks in a row where Williams gets a series, Montgomery gets a series, and then Jones gets a series to open up the game. But it's pretty clear that the offense really clicks with Aaron Jones on the touchdown drive. And we heard the highlight uh, to start the segment on that touchdown. He had 50 out of the 83 yards on that drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just, just shows you, you know, the the element of of explosiveness that he brings when he has the football. So I would hope. Um, that, that we start to see more of him starting with the Detroit game. Well, I was going to ask you, can, can running back by committee actually hurt the offensive performance of this team? Oh, I think so. I, I think so. I mean, at some point you have to, 
you know, you have to stick with somebody, and, and you don't want to get the roles to be too specialized because otherwise teams are going to know exactly what's coming if Ty Montgomery's on the field or if Jamal Williams is on the field. But at the same time, I think it's pretty clear, um, Steve, that, that you know we're a quarter of the way into the season. Aaron Jones has been the best running back on this team. So, I mean, there's no question he should be getting a bulk of the carries. Jeff Falconio joining me on Monday Morning Quarterback, presented by Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. After the break... We're going to go our drives of the game, our drive of the game, rather. There's a couple to pick from. I'll give you mine. Jeff will give you his. That's all coming up next right here on WTMJ. That was uh, his first official Lambo lead for Jimmy Graham. Welcome to Monday Morning Quarterback. Jeff Falconio joining me on the phone. We are presented by Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. If you want to weigh in, you have a question or comment for Jeff or myself, 414-799-1620. It's the accurate mortgage talk and text line. So, Jeff, if I'm going to pick a drive of the game, there's only two drives. I'm going to go with the Jimmy Graham drive in the first quarter because it gets Jimmy Graham in the end zone, something that I think Packers fans have been waiting for since they announced that uh, that pickup. What do you think? Yeah, that was, that was you know, uh, at that point you were about 10 minutes into the game and, you know, you're still kind of feeling it out here, but I think you got the sense even then that you have an opportunity to, to start building something here. I, I'd go with the, the drive we were talking about in the last segment, the 83-yard drive this is the longest scoring drive of the year so far for the Packers. And, um, you know, Aaron Jones, and to get back to this in his presence, I mentioned he had 50 out of the 83 yards on that drive, and, and that wasn't all running. And he did have a 17-yard reception mm-hmm. on that drive as well. But, you know, the, the, both touchdown drives were, were solid. Um, you know, no no question about that. Unfortunately, um, it was it was field goals and punts and, and, and turnovers the rest of the way for the Packers. So let's talk about the offense. Uh, we have a team that uh... – has struggled. Aaron Rodgers talked about it after the game. What is ailing this team? We had a little, you know, obviously early part in the season, Rodgers was injured. He seemed yesterday to move pretty well. What's ailing this offense? Well, I think I think you still have to. You can't dismiss uh, Rodgers and and where he is with his mobility. He definitely looked much better um, yesterday than than we've seen him since before the injury, and and I think that's that's going to help. But um, I just think it's this is a team that that just can't get into a flow. They can't get into a rhythm, and I, th- I just think it's a number of things. You know, you talk about Jimmy Graham, you only had three receptions uh, for the entire year, and, and he's not just an end zone guy. He's mm-hmm. not just a red zone guy. He, he's a guy that you should be able to use all over the field. Um, and not having Randall Cobb, I think just specifically for yesterday, probably hurt this team uh, a little bit. And, you know, going back to week three, Cobb didn't play particularly well, but he was getting open. And obviously you want your full complement of wide receivers as often as possible, but you know, when you look at it, I mean, third downs, they were 11 of 19. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like they weren't having problems picking up yardage and sustaining drives. They just don't seem to have really the kind of urgency that you were hoping for when they get inside an opponent's, you know, 40-yard line or so. And to me, I thought a real telling sign was, you know, end of the first half, Josh Allen throws an interception, the Packers turn it into a field goal, and then they get the ball to start the second half, and you think, okay, this is, this is old school here. This is Aaron Rodgers at its best. You know, getting points on the board at the end of the first half and then getting a touchdown to open up the second half, you get a you know a 10-point swing or maybe even a 14-point swing, and now you feel like you're really in control. But they only got a field goal to open up uh, the, the third quarter. So, you know, yeah, okay, it's 19 to nothing at that point, and Buffalo was pretty much a one-dimensional team uh, offensively. So, again, you felt like, okay, this is you know going to lead to victory. But against Buffalo, you can get away with it. Against some of the better teams the Packers are going to be facing, especially after the bye week, uh, they're going to have to get a lot sharper. I think just a lot of it is just finishing drives, and they just haven't been able to do that. Let's get Mike from Chicago's take. He's joining us on Money Money Quarterback. What do you think, Mike? 
Oh uh, yeah, I still uh, I'm still very disappointed in this football team. I think they're very inept on offense. They have no innovation. I think at this point in time they have an inferior head coach in Mike McCarthy and their coaching staff. And I think the shutout by the defense yesterday was more of a byproduct of the Buffalo offense uh, having a rookie quarterback in there. He really didn't know. Well, he didn't have a grasp of the handle on their offense. And to get back to Aaron Rodgers as his comments, he really sounded really distraught. And um, I think it's a bad sign for this football team going forward. I stated in the past that they're not going to qualify for the playoffs, and I still feel that way. And as far as Aaron Rodgers, he is a great player. He's been a great player. But at this point in time, uh, Jeff and Steve, he's not the best quarterback in the league. I can name four quarterbacks at this time where we're at now that are better than him, and that doesn't bode well for the Packers. It really and truly doesn't. I'm sorely, sorely disappointed in this football team. I really and truly am. And I will be calling you as the season progresses, but I don't expect much from this team. I think they're a floundering football team, and they're ready just to collapse. And They will not qualify for the playoffs this year, guys. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Mike. Mike, Mike a little negative on on the phone line. Uh, we lost Jeff for a second here, so we're going to have to. Uh... Oh, there we got you, Jeff. Yes, I'm here. All right. So I don't know how much of that you heard. He he wasn't uh, uh, the caller. Mike calling from Chicago was not enamored with the the play of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he said he could probably name four or five quarterbacks in the NFL who are probably playing at a higher level, which is probably true. I mean, just look south to Chicago. Uh, Trubisky had uh, what six touchdown passes yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that was rough to watch. Uh, you know, I, I I don't think he's wrong. Um, you know, again, this is a, a different Aaron Rodgers than what we're seeing, and, and the timing has been off, the rhythm has been off, the flow uh, has been off. And again, you know, you, you can get away with that with a team like Buffalo, but when you start looking at the heavyweights that you have on the schedule, the teams like the Rams or the Patriots who put up a lot of offense yesterday, and I wouldn't discount the Vikings either, despite what we've seen here the last couple of weeks. Um, you're going to need. The defense can be solid, obviously, but but I, to me, the big concern has been on offense because again, it's an offense that just has not been able to finish off drives. And you know, you can beat Buffalo with field goals, but Rams, Patriots, Vikings, Falcons, teams like that, you can't beat them with field goals. You need to score touchdowns. Jeff Falconia joining me on Monday Morning Quarterbacks, presented by Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Let's talk about the uh, the North. The, the Bears yesterday absolutely rolled over Tampa Bay. Trubisky fans were looking for. Uh, some proof that this quarterback was worth his high draft pick. Yesterday, it seemed to play out pretty well for him. Yeah, it did. And, I, you know, look, I think it's it's going to be a work in progress. I mean, Trubisky coming out of college was pretty raw. Um, didn't have a lot of uh, experience, but everybody knew how talented he was going to be. So it's probably going to take some time to gel. My thing with, with the Bears and watching them in the first two weeks of the season was, obviously, they have it defensively. But to me, the big question was going to be the quarterback play and Mitch Trubisky. And, you know, is he a guy who can make the money throws? You know, can he do the things in the fourth quarter that the, the elite quarterbacks can do? And, and I didn't really see it from him uh, in their wins against Seattle and Arizona. And I didn't see yesterday's game, but obviously you can just take a look at the box score. You know, he had five touchdowns and something like 289 yards in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, obviously he had a huge game against Tampa Bay. And maybe that says a little bit about the Buccaneers, too, because everybody thought, well, they got Fitzmagic. And, you know, wow, they're putting up a bunch of offense in the first couple of weeks of the season. But, I think it's going to be interesting when the Bears face some of the, the same heavyweights that the Packers have to face. How does Mitch Trubisky perform? Because for as much as you want to talk about defense, you know, having the impact player like Khalil Mack, the fact of the matter is, in this NFL, you have to have a quarterback and you have to have a good quarterback to win football games. I think Mitch Trubisky in time will be there. I don't know if he's there just yet, but 
you know, at least in the early going, you have to give some credit to Chicago. They played some good football. Jeff Falconio joining me on Monday Morning Quarterbacks. The other team, of course, is the Vikings sitting at 1-2-1. Uh, and one. Now, now, year to year, teams and fans sometimes fall in the trap that uh, you're, you're going to just pick up where you left off last year. That's not always the case, often because your schedule gets tougher. For the Vikings, they lost a tough game on Thursday to the Rams. What, what do you see out of this Vikings squad? Lost the game to the Bills at home. Huge favorites in that game. Got blown out, really. What do we make of the Vikings? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Part of it is their, their offensive line. And, you know, going back to their loss to Buffalo last week, um, Kirk Cousins was under pressure early, gave the ball away a couple of times that led to some Buffalo points. And I think that gave the Bills a lot of confidence uh, to get their first win of the season. But, um, you know, aside from that, I think the real issue, obviously, is defensively now. I, I think giving up 38 points to the Rams or the way that their offense has looked is, is somewhat forgivable. But, you know, you're looking around, and, and, and I think you're right. I mean, you, you're expecting this defense to be as good as it was last year, and, and it just hasn't been now. doesn't mean that they can't you know, improve and get back to the level that they were at last year. But obviously uh, a big issue has been not just their defense, but as I said, the play of their offensive line. And, and you know, the same is true when you look around the other teams in the NFC. I mean, Philadelphia has not looked like, you know, a Super Bowl team. New Orleans uh, has had their issues, and so has Atlanta as well. And those were all playoff teams last year. you got to remember, I mean, it's, it's still pretty early. I think teams are still kind of finding their way. They're still, you know, figuring out how different things are going to be this year compared to last year. I think the next three or four weeks, we're going to learn a lot more about the NFC and about the North as well. Jeff Falconia joining me on Monday Morning Quarterback, sponsored by Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. After the break, our pack stat of the game. That's next right here in WTMJ. Monday Morning Quarterbacks, presented by Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Joining me this morning, Jeff Falconio. Did we lose Jeff? Is he still there? No, I'm still here. All right. So let's talk about... There's a couple things I could... A couple directions I could go with on pack stats. So I'm going to... I mentioned the... Uh, Aaron Jones had 11 runs for 65 yards. That's where I started. Then I thought, you know, when I looked at the, at the, the stat sheet, and when you give, give up only 145 yards to an NFL football team, an NFL football team that beat the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota last week, that's the stat that stands out to me. What do you think, Jeff? Um, I, I think you're, you're right on that. Um, you know, as I mentioned, Buffalo was pretty much a one-dimensional team. And you, you know, LaShawn McCoy barely even heard his name. Um, yesterday, and he's such a big part of the the Bills' offense. I know he was he was injured coming into the game, but to take him away and basically force Josh Allen to have to make all kinds of throws. Allen has got a huge arm, but he's wildly inaccurate, and we saw that on the uh, the interception that we heard on the highlight there. Um, he was just you know inaccurate throughout, and, and the Packers really took advantage of that. To me, one of the big keys coming into the game was Buffalo's offensive line has been terrible all season. We haven't seen much of a pass rush from the Packers, so. Can they get to the quarterback? Seven sacks, uh, that's a pretty healthy number. You're not going to be able to expect that every week, but it's nice to see that they were able to take advantage of, of a pretty weak offensive line and bring pressure from different areas. And, you know, Reggie Gilbert gets a sack, Tyler Fackrell with three sacks, and Clay Matthews gets half a sack and doesn't get at least half a penalty flag <laughs> right, on him. So, right. you know, that was, that was definitely a bonus. But, you know, and that, to me, the number that jumps out defensively, third downs, Buffalo only three of 16. Uh, on third down, a lot of three and outs. Uh, the Bills just couldn't sustain much offense at all. And, and after that drive late in the first half that ended in an interception, they really didn't do anything in the second half. So the coach, uh, Coach Mike McCarthy, likes to talk about quarters of the season. Well, we've just gone through the first four games. What do you What do you uh, think about this Packers team? Uh, they have two wins, one tie, one loss, uh, and where are we at going into now a tough stretch of football uh, coming up? Yeah, I think, you know, honestly, I mean, their, their record is indicative of a team that has been inconsistent, if we're being honest. 
um, yesterday, notwithstanding. But we even talked about the the inconsistency with the offense. Um, you're just looking for this team to put together, you know, uh, four quarters of good football. Defensively, they were able to do that yesterday. That was really the first time all year that we've seen a, a solid four quarter effort from the defense. Haven't seen it from the offense yet. Um, you know, again, I think they look good in the first half, but really other than the fourth quarter against Chicago, we haven't seen this Packers offense, you know, again, show that ability to finish drives, be consistent, stack up a lot of success. So you've got two weeks until the bye. We've got a Detroit team that has struggled. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the 49ers team with, where they're now using their backup quarterback with Jimmy Garoppolo out for the year. So I think mm-hmm. these are two winnable games coming up. Uh, and, and here's, you know, an opportunity for this offense to find their footing. And again, I think they're really going to need it because on the other side of the bye, they come back with the LA Rams and the New England Patriots. So they're definitely going to need some offense in those two games. Jeff Falconia joining me on Monday Morning Quarterback. Could, could it be that yesterday just the missing piece was the fact that Randall Cobb wasn't in the game? Well, I definitely think that's part of it. Um, you know, we'll go back to what we talked about with Aaron Jones. I think if you can get him on the field more, uh, get him the football more, that's definitely going to help. Um, you have to find a way to get more targets to Jimmy Graham. Um, you know, again, not just uh, inside the 20-yard line, but all over the field, and and not having Randall Cobb out there. And then you got to remember, I mean, we saw the three rookie wide receivers were all active for the first time um, yesterday. But other than than Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling, we didn't hear much from from the other two rookies. So, you know, that that's where your depth really gets gets cut into it. And of course, we've got to keep Ryan Geronimo Allison too. You know, what his availability is going to be because he left the game. Um, with a head injury yesterday. So um, there wasn't a lot of depth and not a lot of experience with these wide receivers coming into the season. So anytime you take away a veteran, it's definitely going to hurt. So I think, you know, if Cobb and Allison are available next week, uh, if you can get Jimmy Graham more involved, if you can get Jones more involved, then I think you're definitely going to see an offense that's, that's going to start heading in the right direction. That's Jeff Falconio. This is Monday Morning Quarterback. Thanks, as, as always, Jeff. Uh, you bet, Steve. We'll do it again next week. Packers. Big win yesterday. First shutout since, what do you say, 2010. Always a good trend. We'll see if that continues. Some uh, road games coming up. We do it every Monday or the game at, or day after the game. Monday morning quarterbacks presented by Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. After the break, he joins me every Monday. James Wigerson on the phone today as he drives down to Chicago for the Big Brewers-Cubs game later this afternoon. That's all coming up next right here in WTMJ.